0: Thanks so much for joining me on another episode of Unabashedly Real and Creative, where you'll get honest advice from a real creative on what it's like to live and work as one today. My name is Jared Kessler, your host. So listen, on today's show, I get a chance to talk about one of the very rare things that so many creatives, I think, really struggle with. It's finances. I have a great guest named uh, Lynn Summerman from the Wiser thewisermiser.net. And we're going to discuss a few cool, non-scary tools and apps she recommends to use and get started with, with regard to managing your finances. Where do you even start? You know, for those who maybe are making money or not making money, uh, what separates someone's success, um, you know, someone who is successful at managing their money in the long term versus the short term, all without any you know, this, this pie-in-the-sky myth and all those BS principles that are out there trying to sell you on stuff. So let's do this. More importantly, let's get me. Hi, everyone. Thanks again for joining me on another episode of Unabashedly Real Equated. My name is Jared Kessler, your host. And listen, we have another um, great guest here. My name is Lynn Summerman um she is a uh what she calls a money coach nerd and mom um somebody um who's got some really cool stuff going on in the financial side i know a lot of times you know um being a creative in this whole industry uh, people just um don't like talking about the money kind of situation and stuff like that it's a pain point for a lot of people um it has been for me in my life i've i've touched in on an earlier podcasts i've been debt free for a while um we don't have to go and we'll probably touch um a, a bit and that kind of stuff um but i really got uh, into like a lot of finances over the last few years i'm really kind of uh you know enjoyed that part of it um but anyway so I a a quick intro met lynn through luke fry who was on an earlier podcast into accounting and all that fun stuff um and we kind of met through there so anyway um i just wanted to give a quick snippet of how we kind of know each other and met mm-hmm. um but lynn tell us about you Um, you know, um, for those that don't know you a little bit about yourself, how you got started and kind of where you're at today.
1: Yeah. So thanks for having me on. Um, my business is called the wiser miser and I, I sort of like joke around that my business is that I'm a financial nerd for hire. Um, (laughs) and what that sort of looks like is I, I have sort of two parts of my business. I have a, Coaching side of things where I work with individuals and families, mostly self employed people, because um, the traditional advice around budgeting and personal finance has a huge hole in it for self employed people, variable income sort of folks. Um, so I really, that sort of has become my specialty. Um, and I teach them how to do things like make a budget and prioritize and set goals, but also habit change and how do you make these things actually stick in your life? How do you make changes to your life that have an impact on your finances? Um, As well as some just like really practical things like what tool do I use? How do I use that? Um, How do I prioritize when I have these competing goals? Like do I save for college or retirement? Do I pay off my debt or do I save? Um, I think a lot of the advice out there is, is so generic as to be essentially useless. Yeah. Um, so I try to help people bring that to their actual life, um, and then I also have a, a side of my business where where um, we do sort of done for you finance financial stuff for small businesses, so working a lot with creative business owners to sort of take over the financial side of things. so we do bookkeeping and then I come I actually have a, a small team now that does the bookkeeping and then I sort of come in and help you coach you on how that information can be used in your business. So what do these numbers mean? Um, How do I make decisions around my business using this information? Can I hire more people? Can I take on a marketing initiative? Can I pay myself? Can I pay myself more? Uh, Can I take the summer off because I don't really like working in the summertime? Like whatever the thing is for your business, it's sort of how do I use these numbers to make that happen? So it's really always about like the numbers and service of your life. And I got started doing this um, because many moons ago when I was like in college, I have sort of like the classic American story where I went to college, took out a ton of student loans, racked up a bunch of credit card debt, my credit score tanked, and then I graduated college and was like, what's happening? (laughs) (laughs) What has happened here? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, (laughs) and so – um, after my parents were like, yeah, we're not going to just give you money to fix this. Like good, good luck. Um, I had to, you know, I sort of, I, I tell people that I, I'm only good with money now because I used to be really shitty with money. I, I, Same here, um, yeah. you know, I learned the hard way, what worked, what didn't work. And then over time, what stuck, you know, and, and that I think is where it really makes the changes. Like, so there are some things you can do that are really good for a short period of time. Like, really intense focus on something can get you there, but then how do you make that into sustainable change that changes your life rather than just your credit, you know, your credit card debt? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that sort of is where that came out of. And then um, I also have an MBA. I studied accounting, sort of all like that, those sort of chops. And that's sort of where I saw like a hole in working with um self-employed people to sort of understand the numbers too so like then people are like well what about my business I don't know what those numbers mean and I'm really afraid of those numbers and I don't because I don't know them I don't understand them I feel like everyone who does understand them doesn't understand me and my business and there feels like a disconnect there so that's sort of where that came about so I've been informally doing this for a long time um I'm a I'm a YNAB person. So you need a budget is the, my tool of choice. Right. Um, uh, and I've been using it for what feels like a billion years when I, I've actually talked to the people at YNAB and they're like, wow, you've been using that for like a decade longer than I have. And I was like, you're making me feel really old that I've been like, I was started using it like probably 12 years ago at this point when it was like, it was like a spreadsheet that the owner Jesse was like talking about in a Reddit forum or something like <laughs> And no, now it's like this huge thing, but it sort of really informed my, the way that I do things. And, um, and I work actually with a lot of, um, business owners to use that tool in their business. And it's not really designed for that. Now, what was it called again? YNAB? It's called You Need a Budget or YNAB. Uh, can you
0: very, spell
1: it? Yeah. Um, Y-N-A-B.
0: Yeah. Oh, y okay. N so A B. Yeah. Okay. I'm it's glad like you like spelled a, it because I'm like.
1: You're like. What are, heard, what are you saying? Wine. I heard wine app. I'm like. Wine app. Like, what does that have like, to do, YNAB have what have to do it? with it? Wine um, Okay. Wine app. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a, Like sort of like a has like a cult following, um, which I am like definitely a fan of. I have like YNAB T-shirts. It's,
0: oh my gosh! How cool.
1: <laughs> um, I'm just like a huge fan, but it, it has sort of. Um, it's more than just an app you know, it's sort of like a philosophy and a methodology of um, allocating your resources and, right. you know, and which has really had a huge impact on on me and the way I do things. But so I sort of take that, um, that sort of informed a lot of the way I do things. And so I combine that with, you know, behavior change and yeah. um, and recognizing that this stuff is really emotional, especially for creative people. Yeah, yeah. We're just not numbers people. Yeah. You know, and so taking that understanding of, um, this is really hard and emotional and sometimes people cry and I'll talk to people and they're like, I haven't filed my taxes in six years. And, and just being like, I couldn't tell anybody else that. And so like, just having this like space to have those conversations and admit these things and then, and then figure out what are we going to do about it? Yeah. How, what is the first step we're going to take?
0: You know, and Luke told me about that. And he mentioned that I, I don't, I don't understand how that's possible. Like, you <laughs> I don't know. Like, I guess I'm really on top of my stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like i I file my taxes every year. I pay what I'm supposed to, or I like, that is, that is mind blowing. Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. even, I didn't even realize that that's a thing, but you know, you raised an important, a, a, a pretty cool point that I haven't seen like allocating those resources. Mm-hmm. Just, like, I, I find for me because it's it, there's a difference between like not making money, but then making money doing what you're doing, and like, what am I supposed to do with it? Mm-hmm. You know, I look at when I was um, I was talking with a guy who was on an earlier podcast. I look at certain projects and I and I go and say, you know, that's five thousand, ten thousand dollars. Cool, I'm good for three months. Mm-hmm. But like, what do I, like, what do I do with that? So that's, that's pretty yeah, exactly like allocating those kind of resources because that's not something how um, uh, a lot of people know, especially I think a lot of people are getting kicked out of the workforce and kind of going out on their own and trying mm-hmm. to find ways to do stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah. So the 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 way that I sort of the question that I ask people is, you know, when we figure out like this is the money that you have today. So this is sort of a, a YNAB philosophy is you take the one of the major differences is that you take the money you have today. And say, what do I need this money to do for me? And so that's sort of like, the, when I, you know, that really informs a lot of the things. And I think this has actually flowed over in my life to things like, this is the, the hours I have in this day. What do I need that time to do for me? You know, these are the resources that I have, these finite resources of the thing that I already have. And, you know, we can talk about like, that's really cool. you know, money. Money, you know, we can always get more money, but this is the money I have today. What do I want and need it to do for me in service of my goals? So that negotiates like a conversation about your goals and your strategy and what you want your life to be like.
0: Right, right. right. And then
1: you sort of back into that. And so I have I work with people and we do things like have these conversations and then suddenly they're like selling their house. (laughs) And they're like, I thought we were just making a budget. And I was like, Well, really what this came down to is we started to have examine your goals and what you want your life to be like. And is this, are these spending decisions and an saving decisions, that, right. Are they, are they lining up to that? Right. Um, you know, I just had a conversation with someone earlier, um, who did a lot of traveling with their kids and I have a, an almost two year old and my wife and I have just sort of been like talking for years. We're like, Oh, I hate mowing the lawn. And like last winter, like last uh, fall, I was like, what if we got rid of the lawn? Like, <laughs> like, what if we just like I, rented I our house out? Yeah. Like, what if we just like bought an old minivan and drove around for a while? Right. You know? Right. So like, so those are the sorts of things, like, what is it that you're, that you want and how are you aligning that? And so, and it's really, you know, it's really what everything, but the, some of the ways that that shows up very prominently is money. That's and what I, we're doing our money.
0: Yeah. And and you know how easy, because like you say that, and it makes sense to me, I'm literally, I'm not attached to a lot of stuff. Like I could Mm -hmm. easily sell stuff. I'm very minimal. Like now, like we have a house or whatever. I'm very minimal. I don't need a lot of stuff, but my wife, on the other hand, like it's a, it's, it's a different conversation. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but I got like, and, and this is a question for you. Like, um, I don't know where you are in, in terms of like the living debt free kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you talk about habits. Like I, I knew when I was into the Dave Ramsey thing and people mm-hmm. aren't, aren't because he's a little bit more in the religious thing. And I never saw mm-hmm. that. I wasn't into the religious thing, but I, I loved his principles. So yes, my question is, is somebody's on one path and their significant significant others on a, another path. How easy or hard is it to do mm. to make those decisions
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then where do the habits fall in line with that?
1: Yeah, so this I love to use um a tool. So like I, I actually really love budgeting as like a almost like marriage counseling mm. because it gives you something that exists outside of either one of you to point to and say, this is this is the decisions that we have made together as a family. And it's sort of like reflecting those decisions back to you. So you, and it also gives you somebody to blame that's not your partner. <laughs> you know, so like, so what that can look like in practice is having some conversations, like big picture conversations. What do we want our life to look like? What do we want our life to feel like? What sorts of things does that mean? And then you start to sort of filter that down um, and you want to bring in some reality to that too. So this is what we're currently doing. This is what we'd like to be doing. This is the disconnect between those two things. And then you yeah. want to put, you know, so having those goals and those dreams in there are really motivating because if you can see yourself in the spending plan and in the yeah. vision, you're going to be like, oh, so maybe, you know, your wife is like more attached to her things. But if she sees something that's more important to her than those things, and she's so seeing that reflected in the plan. Yeah. She's going to be on board. She may not be the day-to-day money cruncher, like, yeah. the you know, the number cruncher or whatever, but she's going to want to, like, but if if you as the day-to-day number cruncher says, hey, we're making progress towards that goal that we have, that, you know, let's say it's like a, like my wife wants to go to Scotland. And so if I'm able to be like, okay, so we cut the grocery bill and we we'll put that money into the Scotland fund. Yeah, She's yeah, like, yeah, how yeah. can we cut the grocery bill even more?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, where before that wasn't God. like, That wasn't the thing.
0: That's brilliant.
1: You know, so like you, you've got to get them to have a little skin in the game. That's brilliant. And it's just all about those priorities. Like, what do you want even more? Yeah. And so if you, and a lot of people, once you ask that question, it's so, the answer is so clear, but you've just never thought of it that way. Yeah. yeah, You know, if I were to say like, do you like spending this much money on groceries or would you rather go to Scotland? Like, this is like a duh sort of question, but if you don't make that like the, the nice thing about YNAB is it's, a, um, it's sort of based on old school, like envelope budgeting. You've ever yeah. heard of that? It's like you sit yeah, down at your do. table. <laughs> yeah, totally. So like you sit down at your kitchen table, you've got like, this is the money that I've got for my mortgage and my groceries and whatever. So the idea with that is that you're, you're taking all your money and giving it a job. But what that allows you to do too, is if you go over in one area, it comes from another area. So if your grocery bill goes up, it comes out of the Scotland Fund. And that hurts. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And that's how you drive behavior change. Yeah, You have like a little bit of pain, but at the same time you can't really, like it's you who did it. But you've got this sort of, this having an external tool like a budget or even if it's just a spreadsheet or a conversation, something outside of you that's just just facts. Well, and that's why- And it takes it out of this emotional realm. It allows you to have a conversation about facts rather than feelings.
0: Yeah. And that's why like, we haven't used credit cards in in a number of years. We've been Mm debt-free besides our home. We have no Mm -hmm. payments. We have nothing. We have money in the bank. I just want to pay our home off in the next five years instead of like 17 now. Right. Um, So when I, I was the only one that was able to get through to my wife, I was like $60,000 in credit card debt. She was similar mm. took me like five to 10 years. It took her another like five years. Um, we weren't getting married until that. Like that, that for people to not know, like, um, I, I, I just didn't feel right. Like I always say like you do you, I'll, I'll do me. It just didn't feel right. Totally. To know. Um, and I'm not on a thing for everybody, like whatever. But what I will say is that when you, Go to a store, and you have you don't have credit cards, and you're about to buy groceries, and you have a hundred dollars to spend and buy groceries. You could buy cookies or pasta. You could buy essentials or stuff. And what happens is when you when you mm-hmm. pay, when you bring in cash, you have a hundred dollars to spend. You need um, are you going to spend it on a pair of jeans? Or are you going to spend it on a few T-shirts, mm-hmm. underwear, and socks? And what happens mm-hmm. is you start to understand the value of it. Because what happens yeah. is you start to think like, that's insane. I'm not paying, you know, why should I pay $200 for a pair of jeans when I could buy five T-shirts yep. and all this other stuff? But at the same time, you know, once you're debt free and you make money and I, I budget of I it clothing envelope and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. When you have it in there, you just go and you buy it. Um, but you don't understand the, the value I feel like I've come to realize that you don't understand the value of money until you actually go and you pay cash for something.
1: Yeah. It sort of introduces a little bit of like a little bit of healthy scarcity of just recognizing this resource is limited. Yeah. You know, I have this much, what do I need that to do for me? Yeah. And if I, if I go outside of that, it has an impact on another part of uh, another thing that I want is impacted by that. Yeah. And so you can decide to do that. Yeah. Like if if your values change or your decisions change or priorities change, something comes up. Absolutely. You can change that, but it it helps you realize that you're the one who changed that. It's not something that happened to you. Yeah. It is a decision that you made. So what but do you, I, lo- I love cash for that reason because yeah. it, it does especially at the grocery store. Like if anyone's like, I just can't get my grocery bill under control I'm like use cash and they're like, I can't. Yeah. Oh, oh no, oh I couldn't possibly. And I was like, do it once and it will change how you grocery shop forever. For sure.
0: For <laughs> sure. So let me ask you this. What do you think separates the people who kind of live uh, like actually? do a budget and live kind of like an understand budget. What do you think separates the person from like a short-term success and a long-term <laughs> Because I've been on this for a while, like I've been on this kind of thing for a while. Like I, I go, I'm the only one who goes to. I'm the ladies ask, like, how much are you taking? You taking out three fifty this week for expense? You know, they already know. Like I'm the only one that goes into like, um, yeah, for like, I'll take two fifties, a hundred twenties, hundred tens, and fifty and fives.
1: Right, right, right. And, <laughs> like, you're, and they're like, okay, they're you're like, the guy yeah, that does that.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I don't even care, dude. I don't have like. I, I, I look at it from a place of freedom. I look at it from a place of like mm-hmm. debt is le- like for me, debt is legalized slavery. Like I look at it from a place of freedom. Um, that's how I look at it. Um, but again, back to my point, what I'm different in terms of discipline and I could do that. And my wife was hard to get to on that aspect of things, but from a, from people who just kind of like, eh, you know, try it a little bit. To like more, like this is how we live now mm-hmm. um, and have like a long term success?
1: I think the difference is attention and systems. I think, um, and it sounds like you have both of those things, which yeah. is why it's successful yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. So and I think, but it doesn't need to be that extreme. Um, I think that can work. Like that's yeah. sort of my style of things like yeah. let's do this. Um, but like other yeah. people don't need to live like I do yeah. uh, <laughs> in order to be successful. And like right. you live the way that you live, but it's about attention. And so it's like recognizing what's important to me and and having, continuing to pay attention to whether or not what you're doing is what you intended to do. You know, and are those two things in alignment? And I think you can do that with, you know, some, it doesn't need to be, you know, I tell people when they're very first starting out, just start tracking your spending and you don't need to use that information. You don't, you don't even need to look at that information again, but carry around a notebook or something and just write down, I spent this much money because what you're trying to do is just train your brain to pay attention to it and recognize that this is happening, that you are making decisions that have an impact on what's happening and you can change those things or not. It's neutral. Um, but just sort of paying attention to it and recognizing that those, those things are within your control and then systems, I, you know, people tell me all the time, they're like, well, I just like could never get the hang of this. I tried really hard. And I was like, you know, this is, there's an element of willpower for sure. And there's an element of this just being important to me, but there's also an element of like, I made systems, I put systems in place that made it hard for me to fail. Right. You know, I, I just set it up as the default, is this is how things are gonna go. And if I would need to work harder to dismantle those systems now than it would for me to keep them in place. That's so right. for some people that can look like having automatic transfers to savings accounts that are a little bit hard to get to. Um, or using cash and and, you know, forcing yourself, like you cannot overspend cash yeah like the cash you have is the cash you have, yeah you have to pay attention to it, so it can take the different forms, but having some sort of system that makes it sort of puts those boundaries around you that you have decided to put around yourself, but then just sort of back it up with a system if you rely on your willpower alone, you just like that is also a finite resource
0: <laughs> and i and that's why I like I tell my wife like you know, chocolate chip cookies are great, but like I, when I lived alone, I, I just didn't buy them and I didn't eat them. Totally. And I, it's like, don't buy them, don't eat them. Now it's different because they have the willpower. Is there? Like, I know where our hiding places are mm-hmm. for talking to cookies. Yeah. So that's super smart. Track your spending and so attention and systems. I really like that. I, I've, yeah. I've never I've never heard it broken down that easy before. Um, so let's say I'm like creative, right? I have school loans, maybe mm-hmm. starting out freelancing um, in my creative career. Like, where where does one one start? I mean, it sounds like a good place to start is the intention and systems. But like at the same mm-hmm. time, like, what if I'm somebody? I am a creative, and I'm doing okay. I'm doing pretty good, and money's coming in. Um, mm-hmm. like, where do where do I start there?
1: So if you're just starting out, like you're just sort of like new in your career or whatever, and you're, you're sort of like money is a little bit tighter, I would say tracking your spending is a fantastic place to start. And you yeah. can do that um, in whatever way makes sense for you. A lot of people use Mint. Um, Mint is free and it's automatic, which is, the fact that it's automatic is actually a huge drawback for me. I want you to pay a little bit, like I want you to be a little bit yeah. more in touch with things. Um, but if you actually look at it, that's, that's good too. Um, right. But the idea here is to sort of Train your brain to pay attention to it. That it's not something you need to be afraid of. Um, that it's not something that is needs to be scary or overwhelming or a right. giant chore. It can just right. be part of your day to day life. Right. So I think that right. is an incredibly powerful way to start that. And then and then just like having, just doing a little bit of cash flow. Um, you know, people do this all the time, but they don't realize they're doing it. Like this paycheck needs to cover these bills because this is when they happen. And recognizing, too, that when you're thinking about, like, okay, and this is how much I have left over, remember the things that are not your monthly bills. So, remember the holidays, (laughs) the car registration, the new tires you need, the trip to visit your mother-in-law that you always end up putting on a credit card because you haven't planned for that. So, your expenses are not just your bills. So, I would say, like, sort of, it's about awareness and... Having an awareness of sort of the full picture and bringing in a little bit of that reality, Um, and then if you're a little bit more established, you were like, okay, I see. People a lot who are just like, okay, great. Like I make enough money to pay all my bills, and what I've done with that is I just completely ignore it, and I feel like it's like fine, but I'm not really reaching my goals. Yeah. And for those people, it's really about getting a system. It's a, it's more about systems. So this is more about like, okay, we're going to bring in this awareness of what like sort of what leaks are happening in your budget because, and this is really about like goals and prioritization, right? We're like, tell me about what you want to be doing. I want you to get excited about those things. Right. And then we're going to like go through the reality and say, this is what you're doing instead. Like this is how you could be reaching that goal and how quickly, and then this is what's happening instead. And then sort of just come up with a, a new system. And, and usually at that point, if you're at a point where you're making good money, usually you've got some systems in your life in some right. other way. Right. So it's just sort of about applying that same, either the same system or a similar system, that same sort of like mindset of like, I'm going to just set this. At that point, um, you know, it's a, you can do things that are a little bit more automatic. Set your credit cards up to be paid in full every month or stop using them. Um, you know, you can just sort of set those barriers and those boundaries in place so that you just know that that's going to happen. Um, you know, use another bank account or use a tool like Wineab. Um, which I think is a really sort of has, you don't even need to use different bank accounts. You sort of have it in the, in the system. Right. Um, I, I find when I start working with people in that tool, a really funny thing happens is that they feel really broke. (laughs) which is like really depressing at first they go through this like oh I'm so optimistic and excited and then they're like oh no I don't have any money but at the same time they're like but I have like twelve thousand dollars in my checking account what's going on why do I feel like I can't go out to eat and it's because you've sort of you've got money for that Scotland trip you've got money set aside for the credit card payment that's coming up and the trip to your mother-in-law's and you've sort of got all of these things planned in there um But the very first time that you pay, and I'm sure you've experienced this, like the first time that you pay for like a big thing in cash, you're like, oh, this is amazing. This is worth everything I went through to get here. Um, It just feels really good. So yeah, if you're a little bit more established, it's sort of about like, that's more about intention. Like you just know that you've been sort of ignoring it and it's about just sort of like creating some habits that allow you to pay a little bit more attention to it. And sometimes it even just looks like, um, paying somebody else to pay a little bit of attention to it and telling you what to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like if, yeah, if you're sort of at that level of just being yeah, like yeah. somebody, like you know, or or you know, you can set up a system where like once a month you go through the plan and and then you just look at. So on YNAB, I tell people, you know, if you look at the budget rather than the bank. So you're looking at your plan. You're looking at your app on the phone when you go to the store to buy clothes. This is how much I've sort of set aside for that, and I can follow that or not. Right. But it's right. it's me making that decision
0: right yeah a quick thing when we talk about like other stuff that that happens and you may not prepare for i have like three to six months worth of emergency money always Mm -hmm. set aside plus i have an envelope called the blow fund this is like dave ramsey 101 stuff Mm -hmm. The blow fund what it is is basically it's a weekly envelope that i have i put i think i have 20 bucks in it and you know depending on if, if you go over um under this stuff fluctuates, but for a while i I just have a blow fund for twenty with twenty bucks in there, and what that does is you account for the times that you go over or under in certain things and I, it's, mm-hmm. I always have like the twenty bucks in there, um, mm-hmm. but sometimes that goes to other other funds as well that are totally on or whatever. but the big thing like you say is you know I think is when you develop systems, you actually already you already plan to have that. Um exactly. And, you know, and that's that's kind of like um, you know, half the battle.
1: Totally. Like I, I hear people all the time when well like they're just like, I just feel like I keep fucking it up. And I was like, Yeah, you're going to. Yeah. Plan for that.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> assume
1: <laughs> that there's going to be some mistakes made. Like assume that you're not gonna get you're not gonna estimate the car repair very well. Assume that something will happen. Something always happens. Yeah. So put some money aside for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The biggest thing for me is having that three to six months worth of expenses. Yeah, it's huge. I have more, but I think it just, it just, I think when you talk about money being so emotional, it just gives me a peace of mind Mm -hmm. um, that I don't need to take this thing. And then when you start, feeling as if you have to take certain things i'm talking like from a psychology standpoint totally it just you just feel worse and then business wise it's just a whole mental thing i i, I and and it helps with your confidence as well too mm-hmm. you know that you know what, you don't need to do this um, yeah So you have the peace of mind like set aside god forbid whatever uh um, right so for me especially like i i can't yeah when you're
1: self-employed that's so critical yeah like when when your income varies and is reliant on you being able to continue to work, it's just so huge. And I, I you know, something one thing I really like about Dave Ramsey is, you know, the the idea of a baby emergency fund. You
0: know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Giving
1: oh, people yeah. like, you know, start with five hundred or a thousand dollars before you pay off your debt is a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Because in in large part because of that psychology of like, if something happens, like I don't have to take two steps back.
0: Right. 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 For sure. And I, I depleted it. I remember when I first got into it, it, I had an emergency, but it was prepared for it. And then I had to, then it's basically you start again and then you have to refund it, but eventually you get past that point um, and then you can move on to his other
1: weeks. Totally. Yeah. And then it can really work, start working for yeah. you. But um, So let me ask you this. What tips,
0: tricks, or advice would you give creatives, you know, to, to really prevent from having any type of money situations from getting worse? I mean, because I, I feel like, creatives are probably the worst managing money, you know and I struggle with this mm-hmm. I, I consider myself a creative and a business and it fluctuates depending on whether or not I'm on the phone with a client and doing work or like you know mm-hmm. it's just it's just hard but I've had to I, I've, I've had to have kind of like an even balance of that but again like is there a way that, is there something that somebody's in a particular money situation that's not the best? What what could they do to like not prevent it from getting, you know, any worse?
1: Yeah. So I would say in that case, the thing you want to do is don't ignore it. Your, your brain is really going to want you to ignore this. Uh, like if you're in a bad financial situation, all parts of you are going to be like, you know, la, 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 like nothing's wrong. Like, I'm just going to not think about that. And then you end up in a situation where you haven't paid your taxes in six years. Um, So don't do that because what you want to do is you want to keep it tiny. You want to keep the change that you're making and the attention that you're paying and the changes, you know, the habits that you're doing very, very small. So that can look like I'm going to just track my money every day. I'm going to take five minutes a day in total, you know, over the course of the day. And I'm just going to pay attention to it. I'm not going to let this slip out of my view. And you don't necessarily even need to do anything beyond that when you're first starting until you sort of get comfortable with that and be like, okay, this isn't, you know, I have, you know, I spoke with someone recently who has a lot of um, number phobia. This is like a thing that people come to lot. They're just like, I'm just like, whenever I start thinking about numbers, I just panic. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, It's just like, this is just like, I just shut down and it's like, okay, the very first thing we need to do is just get you comfortable with the idea of numbers existing in your life and the fact that you have to pay attention to them. And that and as you get used to that, you'll realize, like, it's not, it's not actually that bad. I can do this. And there's something very empowering about taking something very scary or even just overwhelming and uncomfortable and just sort of boring and doing it anyway. Yeah and so the way that you do that is you make it really really small and you make it something you do all the time in tiny tiny chunks you know by noticing when you buy lunch and that it's been done and and that gets recorded somewhere um takes two seconds but you've you've done sort of this like psychological trick that allows you to start paying attention and then from there you can sort of build on that um so i would say just don't try not to let it get it you know get away from you and then. and then just try and keep the, the habits really frequent and small.
0: Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this. What's, what would you say is the most unabashedly real and creative? Let me, let me rephrase this question again. I'm reading off the paper here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what is the most unabashedly real advice anyone has ever given you, and you think creatives in particular really need to know, and how has it helped you? I
1: think probably the best advice I've gotten that was very real is sort of boils down to no one's paying attention. (laughs) Like no one's paying attention to you or your life unless you do. Um, And I think that that same thing can be applied to your money as it can be applied to anything. It's like, you are the one who has to make these changes, but also there's something very freeing in realizing that no one's paying attention. Like, no one knows or cares that you're not good with your money Mm. because they are way too focused on the fact that they are also bad with money because everyone is bad with money with the exception of like people like you and me, like every other human being on earth is terrible with money. People all the time are just like, Oh, like don't tell anyone, but I'm like not that good with my money. And I was like, of course you're not. (laughs) <laughs> we teach people nothing about this and then we give them huge decisions to make and we put tons of responsibility on it and we give them no support whatsoever. Of course you don't know what you're doing. Um, like it's okay to not know what you're doing. Yeah. Just start doing something about it. So, um, it's really freeing to realize that no one else is paying attention. Like people's yeah. eyes are on their own paper
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: and it's, so that's very freeing, but yeah. also sort of empowering and realizing like, Oh, if I want changes to happen, I have to make those changes, and yeah. I think when it comes to your money, that's really what like no like no one cares that you're not good with money, but also no one is coming to save you
0: yeah, gosh, man, so much good stuff um i'm I'm taking look at all the notes like I'm taking yeah. <laughs>
1: you're stuff. like okay mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm.
0: Dab, like, uh, like like <laughs> i I don't <laughs> use mint uh so that's kind of cool, but like all this other stuff, and all the stuff you're saying is like makes sense. And I hope people that are listening really, really get it and take some of the stuff to heart. Um, and if people have questions, so how could we learn, you know, listeners, uh, learn more about you and, um, you know, tell us how we can contact you if they have questions and all that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sure. So, um, my website is the wiser net, Um, and I've got a blog on there. Um, I have social media. Um, I have, m- sort of mediocre social media at the moment. (laughs) Yeah. honestly. <laughs> it's okay. A lot of people do. <laughs> Let's be real. My, my social media could use them all. Um, but, um, but yeah, my blog is probably the best place to start for, I've got a, like, um, a lot of topics. I've got a lot of content there, um, yeah. for people. Um, that's a great place to start. And I'm also happy to, um, I do like free discovery calls for people that they can book right on my website. If that's, if anyone is like, uh, I just like, don't even know where to begin. And I'm actually uh, yeah. just, I'm just launching a new mm-hmm. service that, um, I'm sort of tentatively calling a life raft service. That's sort of like, help me. I'm drowning. <laughs>
0: I like it. It's and just I'll, I'll basically,
1: I'm just, I'm just going to sort of look at everything over for you. I'll have you like do some documentation and then I'm going to look at it. We'll meet. And I'll just be like, here are the three things you should do first. Wow. And then it's just like, okay, you go do you could like, here's how to do those things. Like, here's like, here's the thing to do, like ignore everything else for a moment. And I think that, um, so I think that'll be really helpful. So, but there is, theres there, that exists as someone can just tell you what to do because sometimes that is like, all I want is someone to just tell me yeah. what to do.
0: That's really cool. And I'll have, I'll have links in all the show notes yeah. and stuff like that. So if, if people, yeah, like great. I thought wine, what do I say? At least you wine like, app. I thought it was like wine app. Like You're like, that sounds uh, interesting. Cool. I don't know how it relates to this. Yeah. But. <laughs> like to numb yourself from all the money problems. That going, <laughs> right. Hey, I mean,
1: sure, like, okay. I think that's a good companion app. <laughs> yeah. Right. <for> wine app.
0: <laughs> uh, for, yeah. YNAB, YNAB, wine YNAB. app. Wine <laughs> um, app. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for for being on the show. I, yeah, this is really great. cool. Like, I don't, I feel like sometimes I don't learn new stuff when it comes to finances, and this is really cool. And hopefully, people have gotten something out of this because, um, I mean, I have, and it's really cool. So I'm excited to share this. Uh, yeah,
1: awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to to share with people. It's it, there's such a need, I think, for having a different conversation about money.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it's it, it is a really scary thing. It is very emotional, um, mm-hmm. like. Uh, it, it, w- I'd say it's probably one of the if one of the if not one of the most emotional kind of things and people just you know an, an, an up and down thing and I know like even if I have a problem with my money in the bank or something like I just do not rest easy um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know I really appreciate what you're doing and uh, you yeah, know, um, I'm sure we'll talk soon on that so
1: yeah definitely
0: Awesome. Well, thanks again for everyone, uh, listening. Um, you guys get something out of it, please subscribe, um, share it with whomever and, uh, you know, um, just, uh, everyone keep going, keep doing your thing.